Messi. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Just when you think he's done everything, he comes up with something even more special. Just realised my mic was off. Welcome to Soccer Car Collective. This is episode six. Uh, we're here with Luke, Mars Sports. Um, also, you'll find me at Azura underscore cards on Instagram. How you going, mate? Going well? Good, Dan. You? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just us two today. It's the uh, the OGs. Bits and still on <laughs> on holiday, mate. We've got he's, he's Steve, Steve in the chat. CD stays here. Cosmic hey, is man. here. How are you guys? Positives here as well. What's happening? What's happening? It's uh it's a little bit depressing seeing uh Vincent live it up in I know wherever he is at the moment. I think he said he went to Spain, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. yeah it's he's uh living it up in Spain and we're still stuck in the house. I love it. We're stuck in the house. The weather is pretty nice outside, but we can't really enjoy it all that much, unfortunately. But yeah. is right. what it is. We'll get there. We'll get there, we'll, we'll get there exactly. Um, bit of a week we've had in soccer. Yeah, I'd I say. Big weekend. Lots of big games, big moments. Especially if you were a United fan. Let's get right into it. We'll get to the EPL results. I like to just smash it out straight away, straight <laughs> off the bat. Get to Serie A. Get to Serie A, exactly right. <laughs> um, and we'll get to United game, but we've got a few to get through to start off with. Crystal Palace over Tottenham. I could not believe that result there. 3-0. Yeah. You know, everyone coming into the game, everyone was like, Tottenham hasn't conceded a goal. They've won all their games. And here they are. And one of you, one of your boys had his debut. Yeah, Pulse. Edward. Edward with two goals as well. Um, later in the game, I think he came off the bench, didn't he? Off the bench, yeah. He, great, he's great start. He, he's a player I've been like I've got a guy at work who's a, a big Celtic fan, and uh, he kept on saying to me because I was talking to him about soccer cards, and yeah, and he was saying, oh, you know, Edward, you know, you picking up his cards, you know, how much are he's going for? And I'm like, Edward, who is he? Whatever. And um, looked into it a fair bit, and he obviously made the move to Crystal Palace because, mm. you know, maybe the, the top teams is probably too much of a jump for him. And I think it's, it's probably a good landing spot for him in the end. And uh, yeah, he started off very well. How old is he? He's still pretty young, isn't he? I think he's... Oh, I'll actually have a look. And I, I always stuff up his spelling. 
always butcher it. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. <laughs> I always have to uh, yeah, go I've through got the it team, and then doesn't say scroll down to line up and just click on it. You should be able to do that, shouldn't you? On the bench, be further down. Uh, where are we? Um, twenty-two. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Tottenham yeah, for some go. reason, like a dopey. Uh, <laughs> And he is 23 years old, so 23. still fairly young. But for a striker, that's pretty good. Yeah. And yeah, they uh, they did miss Son co- uh, positive. positive. Yeah, they they definitely did. Um, well, what do you think? What do you think is wrong with this team? I mean, they they started out pretty well. Um, but this is probably a game that you want them to win. You would have thought yeah, they definitely. would have anyway. Yeah, I would have thought so as well. When was the red card? Because it came fifty eighth minute. A bit of a difference. They hadn't. Yeah, so fifty eighth minute, and um, so all three goals came in after. They the came red card, after that. So it could have yeah. played some part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Could have played Tanganga. some part in that. And it was a. Probably not. I wouldn't say it's panic stations yet, to be honest. No. Considering, no. you know, they had some missing, like Positive said. Um, yeah. Away from home. Red card. What do you do? Wolves, 2-0 over Watford. Brighton, 1-0 over Brentford. And Arsenal finally got the win. First points of the season. In pretty unconvincing fashion, let, let's be honest. I believe um, it was their first goal as well they scored, isn't it, for the season? Probably. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Good to see Arsenal bounce back though. Thirty shots. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's in crazy that's a crazy start. Seven on target. It's yeah. not really a great return. Fairly even possession. Yeah. Um passes are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe this can springboard their season. Probably not. Potentially. But... <laughs> potentially. Maybe not a Norwich game, but Nah. <laughs> then we had the boy return um, to Old Trafford. Our, um, one of our feature games on double coverage media. We'll call it Super Saturday Night. <laughs> Watch parties. Uh, we had a great time. The boy, Ben, ben and Domo, they loved it. And uh, rightfully so. Ronaldo, two goals. The first one, it's a ta- it, it was a tap in, but you'll take it. Um, it was absolute scenes when he was celebrating. It was good to see, like, even as a like a Ronaldo fan, it's not a United supporter. It was still so good to see. And the second goal was a nice finish, um, making the keeper, which was good. Fernandez's goal was crazy. What a hit that was. Um, and good to see Lingard scoring as well off the bench. Now, one of the things I actually wanted to know, because we're all talking about when Ronaldo does come in, what positions he's going to play, and uh, is it going to be sacrificing a lot of the, the younger players? And... To be honest, I see this whole lineup up to the defense as being the lineup that I would go with. You know, like yeah. you've got you've got Greenwood and Sancho on either side, young kids who are showing so much promise. You want to see them on the field as much as possible. You've got an experienced head behind them. Especially Sancho in this game, it looks like his his confidence is really starting to starting to rise. Um, yeah, hopefully that can that can continue because I think he's a great player personally. 
you've got to get him on the pitch and and seeing Pogba near near Matic as well um and I think we've been talking about it a bit he's he's been thriving this season and having a, a player like Mike Matic next to him is obviously going to be a lot a lot better than than having a friend there yeah. you know he, he needs someone he needs someone taking the taken off when he was playing for Juventus and I was watching him day in day out I don't, I don't watch him as much now but um he was surrounded by talent like Birlo um you know he had had fantastic support system around him and I think he thrives on that with with Matic and it, it just having that lineup is is it's going to be great for them going forward and hopefully they don't um tinker with it too much let's yeah. say even the way they played like it wasn't very uh, the way I saw it, it wasn't hugely Ronaldo dominated the play or everything had to go through him. Like yeah, there was there was a lot of the ball that was going going around. Um, it was just with Pogba as well. I think he um, he plays best when he's got a mid like a midfielder next to him that's more defensive minded. Maybe like Matic yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so he can sort of show show his express like ex- expression going forwards a little bit better. Uh, compared to like his defensive mindset, for example, um, the only thing I'm thinking of is what happens when Rashford comes back. Who drops out of this? He's more right orientated, isn't he? So yeah. you, you would think potentially say, Greenwood, but you say Greenwood, which would be a shame because Greenwood's played so well starting to start this season. Um, I mean, but then you again, could drop. There's, there's you, a lot you of could drop Sancho. You could drop Sancho and have him cut in from the right, but you've got to have depth at the end of the day. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's up to the coach like, to manage it. I feel like Rashford's too good to be not starting. Yeah. But then again, like the talent they've got here, these guys are all starters at the moment. So it's going to be tough for Ole to, to decide. It was great to see Van Der Beek come on. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was brilliant. And, and Lingard as well. Um mm. They've got a lot of talent. They really do. Yeah, it's quite impressive. Sure. Um, even even their starting their starting four at the back looks looks pretty good. You know, there's you know maybe something you can say about Harry Maguire, but the other two, Wambasaka, uh, I really like, and Luke Shaw's really upped his game recently. And Varane, you know, speaks for himself with with his achievements at Real. Yeah, even De Gea, De Gea's having a good start to the season too. He is. Yeah, he he had a good save in this game too, didn't he? I think he had remember? Off the top of my head. I know against it was a uh, last week. He basically say, saved them a few times. Yeah, it'll actually be exciting to watch uh, Man United this season, even yeah, if I sure. do it begrudgingly as a Juventus fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Southampton, West Ham, Neil All, um, Leicester, Neil, Man City, one. Bernardo Silva got the goal there. Um, one of the games I, I did want to focus on was Chelsea 3, Aston Villa nil, and, and I watched a bit of the replay. Yeah. Lukaku was phenomenal in this game, phenomenal. His goal was so, um, you know, you talk about movement, the way that he put himself on the left, cut it into the right. Like that, that's a type of agility that you didn't see in his first in at Chelsea. Um, and, yeah, and obviously... And obviously Manchester United as well, um, but then I, I think he's probably, in my opinion, the best striker in the Prem at the moment. It's definitely a case for that. Um, he's come back because I remember from the United days, you know how how average he was. Um, he's come back a completely different player from that time at Inter. And I hope that Tammy Abraham sort of has the same sort of maybe development 
going over to Italy, probably a bit a bit younger than what Lukaku was when he went over, but he can have that same sort of development and come back and just be an absolute an absolute beast like Lukaku is at the moment. He's killing it. Um, I w- when he came in, I had a bit of um, maybe not not so much doubts, but maybe a little bit of doubts on how much impact he'd have straight away. And yeah. you know, it's, I was definitely wrong, and I'm I'm happy that I was wrong because he's come in and he's absolutely killed it. Uh, it was good to see a bit of a different lineup played today. Uh, played on the weekend, you know, we had Hudson Odoi play at fullback to replace um, at wingback to replace Reese James. He's suspended at the moment. Um, Ziek played instead of Mount. He got locked up at Anfield. Um, Saul, for uh, who's on loan from Atletico, apparently I didn't get to watch his game because we we're watching the Napoli game on on stream. But apparently he had an absolute rubbish first half and came off at halftime. Uh, for Jorginho, which not a great, not a great debut, um, but I think he'll come to come to terms a little bit because he hasn't been at the in train. Uh, he hasn't been at the club long so far, anyway. So I'm sure he'll come good. But yeah, overall, three 0 win over Villa. Positive signs again. On Saul, did you see what Tuchel said about him? He, yeah, he absolutely ravaged him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he copped it. He just start like he just you know a baptism of fire or something like that. Like give the guy a couple of games before you start mm. slamming him in the press space. It's pretty out of control. <laughs> but okay, no problem. <laughs> Liverpool got the win over Leeds. Uh, Salah, Fabinho, and Mane. Um, Leeds, I don't know. Like they, they seem to be stuttering in their their second season in, in the in the league. What, what was your thoughts? Yeah, it seems like if you go down, what was the lineup like? I actually didn't catch any of this game apart from the injury to Harvey. Um, go down a little bit. Uh, not Harvey. What's his name? Harvey Elliott. Sorry. Apart from that injury, I didn't catch any of this, unfortunately. Uh, that was a shame because the the game that I watched. What game did we watch? Liverpool. I did watch a Liverpool game this season. Um, I can't remember which one it was now, but he, he looked like he'd been playing very well. So it's it's a shame because he's a young guy. Um, yeah, apart from this, I don't really have much else to say, to be honest, because I didn't catch any of this, unfortunately. Yeah, I just, just wonder about Leeds, because they, they were a team I was kept on kept on watching a lot of last season. Last season, yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And and as Positive said, Leeds have positive. really dropped off from their yeah. form from last season. Yeah, they, they, that's what I'm saying. I thought they were going to bring a lot of that into this season. Um, they, they obviously kept their coach. They, they haven't really changed all that much, but... Um, very hard for a team like Leeds to maintain that unless you know you're buying significant amount of players. Um, everyone seems to have increased in quality, and you know you just need to continue to do that. And it, it's very difficult for the you know mid-tier teams. Do you want to have a quick look at the table for EPL? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we've got United, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Everton all on ten points. Uh, Man City, Brighton's up there as well as Tottenham all on nine, West Ham, Leicester, Brentford, Crystal Palace. Um, I just I just kept on reading just, just because there. I want just to see there. what Arsenal is. <laughs> they're, 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 they're two points from relegation zone at the moment, but we do have a long season left. 16th. I think it was a positive or cosmic who said it in the chat before. You you were right there. They've they've conceded nine goals and only scored the one, which is in this game. Yeah, it was cosmic. That's yeah, terrible. We'll see what that that um defender 
that they got from Sedao Tomoyasu, how how he helps things. Um, I know in in Sedao he was uh, really good, like really really impressive. Um, so it'd be good to see how he shakes up in the prem, uh, especially in a team like Arsenal. But can't be any worse than what they've they've been recently. Look look at that, like just a lot of red um, and. Not the red of Arsenal, mate. The red of losses. Losses. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, it, it is very early to say when when it comes to the table. So very difficult to to see how this will play out throughout the season. Um, obviously, don't think Everton will stay there, and definitely don't think Brighton will, will finish up six. But we'll see. Yeah, still very early. I reckon Leicester is going to move up a few spots from ninth, personally. Yeah, I think they got a great side. Mm. Move over to Serra. Venezia got their first win over Empoli. The calamity game that we we did watch <laughs> on stream was Napoli Juventus. I'll, I'll let you take this one. Um, oh man, you guys won. It's all yours. It, it was good to get the win, but like I said, like I'd rather a good performance and maybe because to be honest, this game should end up a draw. We. we both teams should go on away with a point each. That would have been fair. If we put in a good performance, got a draw out of this, I probably would have been more happy at this stage of the season um, compared to what we saw here. Like those goals, oh my God. All three of the goals were rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. the, the keen the header, um, you know, for you guys was was crap. Um, Manolas made a big, big mistake for, for the Juventus goal. Um, I don't know. For, for me, it just seemed so... There just seemed like such a big disconnect between the midfield and then the front three, in particular Osman. I, I I said on stream, like I felt like he was very isolated up top by himself. Um, Insigne didn't have a great game either, which was a shame. And Guiza, who was on debut, he, he played quite well. I was I was happy with his performance. He, he was good to see. Politano got the goal. Um, and Koulibaly as well at the back. Um, did his thing off that um, that terrible... I don't know what Keane was thinking, to be honest. I still don't know now. It's been a few days to digest, and I still don't get what he was doing. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say about the Napoli side. I'll take the win. Um, it could be important, especially later in the season as well. But right now, you want to focus on putting in a good performance, and that that wasn't it. The touch on the lineup thing, it's, you know, the way it's lined up here is pretty much the way that they did play from... Uh, from, from what I saw, uh, it's and what I mean by that is you've got Angusia, is that you say his name? In the middle, yeah, yeah by himself, yeah. right? And he's having to control this midfield and there's not really all that much support for Osman up top, right? Yeah. These guys stay fairly wide and if they do cut in, it's take shots, right? Yeah. So he, he's, he's pretty much got two defenders on him at all times. Yeah. I would feel the better way to go about it would be to have Ruiz and Almas play a little bit more central, give yeah. De Lorenzo and Rui a lot more opportunity to overlap um, and maybe play someone in, in the attacking role there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it didn't really happen all that much. And then you kind of had this, like you said, disconnect between between the midfield and, and the attack. And then Osman uh, needs a bit of support. And I, I think he, he would play a lot better with somebody um, good next to him, even, but it's never going to happen when you've got Insigne having to play on on that side. I feel like maybe Insigne being a little bit closer 
you put yeah. Politano behind them. I think that would be a lot better. Um, but you sacrifice his ability to cut in. That's the only thing you yeah. worry about. I feel like when Mertens plays, he um, he does drift in a bit more than what Insigne does. So that might help him out yeah. a little bit too. But having Osman yeah. up there by himself against, you know, when you're playing two quality centre-backs, like who, who started? Was it, it was Achillini and Benucci that started for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. When, when you got him against those two, like it's going to be very difficult for him, especially he's still young. It's only his second season in, in Serie A. And he had, he didn't play... Oh, well, he played, what, half the season almost last season with injuries and COVID. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when he comes up against two centre-backs like this, world-class, he's, he's, he's not going to have a great game if, if um, he doesn't have a lot of support around him. Speaking about not having great games, um, the ho- whole Juventus side, <laughs> to be honest with you, it, uh, <laughs> mate, I, I was lost for words with it, but I'm going to give it a little bit of a pass given the fact that we've had We've got so many players out. Yeah. Um, we had Dybala out. We had Chiesa out. We had the two left and right backs out. Um, I'm not going to worry about it too much. I'd like to have Chesney out of there and get Perrin in. Um, obviously, we would want Diddley in there as well. So, look, I'm not, not going to say too much because it's, it's very hard to judge and based on on yeah. this team. But, mate, no, I'll, I'll expect a lot better throughout the yeah. season. Global, <laughs> how are you, mate? How you doing, Global? Atalanta, Fiorentina. Um, we saw my boy Vlaovic get on the score sheet twice, even though they were both uh, penalties. But, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. There's only two players in 2021 who have scored more goals than him, and they are Lewandowski and Haaland. And then there wow. is Vlaovic, right? That's a great start. That's a great start. Incredible stat, mate. He is so under the radar for anybody who is collecting. The people who are watching now or listening back. Uh, the fact that in the soccer card market you are trying to collect um, strikers makes it absolutely baffling that he's been left off the picture. And I'm not saying everyone go clamoring to his cards, but I feel like he does need a lot more respect than what he's being shown. I feel like if he was in any league other than Serra, it would be much better. Much the same, I was, I was talking to Saucy about it today, about Chiesa. If he was English, his cards would be, his rookie cards would be thousands, right? Um, for sure. just For whatever reason, they're just not getting the love that, that they deserve because they're in Serra. How old is he? I've got it up here. I'm trying to find it. He's about 21-ish. So he's young too. He's born in 2000. So he's 21. 21, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I know him like the back of my hand, man. I've looked at his rookie tickets and the stats on the back that many times. That's crazy. Um, I thought maybe he might have been a little bit older, a few years older. Um, that could have been maybe one of the reasons why he wasn't getting that much attention. But, yeah. holy shit. He's, he's an absolute stud, mate. He's an absolute stud. I, That's crazy. I'm, yeah, d- definitely check him out. He And the reason why I say check him out, right, is because – Strikers in football, what people need to understand is they are not um, on a consistent level a dime a dozen, right? You will get seasons where they do perform well before players to maintain that over the long term. It is so difficult, right? Um, And you're going to get players that fall off a cliff 
Joel Felix is probably one of them that, that springs you know, to mind straight away. The you know one that always comes to mind for me, Piatek, uh, before he went to Milan. The yeah. run that he had, the run that he had before <laughs> before then was crazy. And, and there's there's heaps of players like that. Robinho, to be honest, yeah. Piantek, I think he's in Germany at the moment. He's, he's in Germany. I don't think he's Hertha, yeah, overly prolific. Sorry, um, he's he's fourth. He's fourth, not third. Messi uh, scored a lot as well. So it was. I'll just bring this over. That's still that's still a great <laughs> a great start. Absolutely. So I'll show you the the thing I was looking at. Um, I know we're spending a little bit of time on it, but I just I just really think that he deserves a lot more credit than, than what he's showing. So Lewandowski on thirty, Messi twenty three, Haaland twenty two, and then you got Vlaovic and Ronaldo, right? Like look at the company wow. he's with at the moment. At twenty one years old as well. At twenty one years old. Okay. Now, I was picking up, I've got, I don't even know how many rookie tickets of his I have. I've got a lot. <laughs> so I'm just disclosing this to everybody. This is not a pump and dump or anything, right? But the stats show it, right, is, is all I'm kind of saying. If, if we're talking about Haaland and he's only scored two goals more than Vlaovic, uh, I think he just needs to look at. He definitely needs to look at. He's got the build, the speed. Um Definitely has the potential at 21 years old. His ceiling is very, very high. Um, check him out. Is, is it because Fiorentina aren't playing um, European football, though? Very much so. Very yeah. much so. Definitely. But it doesn't stop you going like uh, Kamavinga cards going like crazy. I, I know yeah. you did have the Champions League, but yeah. um, there are a lot of players like uh, just heaps. Like there's a lot that kind of don't fit that mold. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree with you, there, to be honest. And I think it's the Champions I, League thing. Yeah, I reckon it is as well. Because I'm just trying to think. It's like it's not because like usually you can put it down to like age. Um, it seems to be the biggest thing on on why some people aren't keen on some players. Um, and then I'd say probably Champions League is probably the second biggest one. When's his contract up? I think it was up uh, last season. I believe he signed a contract. I'll have a look. Um, but I think he did extend it recently. Um, I think the the owner didn't like what he was going to get and they made an agreement to kind of extend it. Um, he'll be off. Don't worry about that. He, he'll go eventually. Um, but, yeah, he, I even, when I when I type it in, he said, I decided to stay at Field and Theater. Um, but I think he'll be on the move next season. I would love him at Juventus. Actually, no, his contract expires June 30, 2023. Okay, so he's still got a little bit of time. But um, if you were Fiorentina and you wanted to capitalize him on him, you'd sell him next season without letting him go into the following transfer window and uh, potentially losing him for free. Um, we've got Sampdoria, Inter, two wall, bit of a stutter step by Inter Milan. Lautaro Martinez got on the score sheet. That, that um, unfortunately, goal was, that goal was real nice as well. The Barella, yeah. Barella rode the tackle, kept dribbling, ball to Martinez, first time finish was great. Great to see. But yeah, a draw, unfortunately, which is not a great result in the end. He's another guy with a lot of potential. Gagheri to Genoa, three. 
Torino, 4 nil over Salernitana. Spezia, 0, Udinese, 1. Milan, 2, Lazio, 0. And your boy, Rafael Leal, with an absolute belter yeah, of a goal. A nice he's, having, he's having such a good season so far. Definitely a great start. I can't wait to get some of his cards back from ship my cards when I finally put that request in. But, yeah, great start. Very happy to have some of his cards. We had uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic on the score sheet as well, returning from injury. Uh, good to see. His goal he scored um, was he didn't have his shoelaces on at the time. Like they, they were fully fully off, and you see <laughs> jump up in the air, his laces going everywhere. But um, I, I was expecting a lot more from Lazio. They they started the season very well. Um, yeah, a few good players in in this lineup. You know, like we have. Brahim Diaz, who, who I think is going to have a tremendous season, along with uh, Tonali. He, he's really going to come of age this season. So speaking of Tonali, something that I saw today was a Nebula 101 from Euro Mosaic sell for like more than a thousand US dollars. I think I think it was a thousand four hundred from memory. It was definitely over a thousand. Yeah, look, I mean, I really love him, but He's not going to score the goals, you know. And if that's something that, that the hobby really looks for, it's mm. like investing in a Jorginho or something like that. Like, like yeah. he'll get goals, and and he, he scored his first goal for Milan last match day. But it's not going to be yeah free kick, but it's not going to be on a consistent basis. So um, I love him. I think he's fantastic. But I don't know. I'd, I'd pick like a a goat, like an Iniesta or a, or a Javi or something first before I get Tonali. As much especially as it pains that, me to say, yeah, especially at that price too. It's, it is a one-on-one, I guess, but thousand four hundred US, I could probably make some different plays there. To be honest, there's definitely a lot, a lot more you could buy. Kessie um, mm. Tamori is having a good season so far. Look, uh, I'm I'm very impressed with this this lineup, and and Diaz yeah. is a sneaky play as well. Yeah. Um, um, Cosmic just asked in the chat if you want to get it up. What's um, Vlahovic's true RC? Okay, so his true RC would be a sticker. Um, he didn't have a, a card in his rookie year. So he's he's got a, a sticker in his... Um, might as well just bring it up, shouldn't I? Is it Calciatore or no? I think it is a Calciatore sticker. Yeah. Let me bring it up. Blah, I wonder if there's any graded ones. I have seen them in SGC slabs. Okay. Uh, so none of these. That's the um, rookie ticket. If you're going to go for that, I would skip all this stuff. Uh, you know what shits me about Australian eBay? You really need to make sure that you are going worldwide um, because you don't get anything otherwise. So that's a that's a ten in an SGC slab. Not bad. Three hundred seventy-five bucks. Bloody hell. Um, so these are the ones I wanted to look at. And these are terrible photos of them. I'll see if I can find another one. There we go. So this sticker here, this was from the 18-19 um, year, right? Now that is in his Fiorentina kit, all right? So if you were looking for a... Um, uh, a sticker in his club kit, you would go for probably that one there. Um, but as Cosmic saying, there is a um, 365 sticker. 
and that is that one there if you can see that that's him in um like serbian kind of kit serbian kit right um and if you wanted like a true rookie which is probably equivalent to like the uh the Haaland sticker or the um mbappe um, you know, the Mbappe with the Florentine gene one there. This is probably the equivalent for Vlaovic if you were to go for it. Um, and this is on bids for 80 euro with six days left. So you, you can kind of get that. And his rookie club sticker as well. They're not too bad. I don't know about the condition being in these like little pockets, but um, <laughs> you could look at that. But, yeah, it's probably a good run through. And then, obviously, um, the... And then obviously the um, the rookie uh, got the rookie tickets. But if you wanted like a true sticker, it'd probably be these ones here. They operate very similar to the Harlands, where you know you've got the blue backs and um, and you do have the the pink backs as well. But they're the ones you would go for <clears throat> if you're looking for true. But that's again in his national team kit. Um, also Roma Sassuolo. This was uh, Mourinho's 1,000th game. Did you know that? Yeah. He, he, how many metres did he run down the touchline as well, celebrating? Close to 1,000, yeah. you reckon? <laughs> he wanted to win this one. He definitely did want to win this one. And, oh, uh, man. That was so uh, good. <laughs> Seeing him get down that touchline was so good. I posted it. I post. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, sure, I was mean, scoring as well. That's it was the 91st minute. 91st minute. He was like, correct me if I'm wrong, was he sort of like a, a wonder kid sort of player coming up? When he was playing at Milan, um, he was going to be the next coming. Mm. He he was he was a, a big, big wonder kid and um, fell off a cliff. I, I think he went to, uh, where did he go to? Did he go to China or something for, for a little bit? That's probably why you hadn't heard from him for, yeah. for a bit. Um. He was on the yeah, look, and then he, he went probably to, he was in France as well for a little bit, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Frustrating. How old is he now, though? He, he's, he wouldn't be pretty. He still wouldn't be that old. I think he'd be in his thirties. Probably thirty-one Shit, or something. Thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon? I think so. His name is yet. Yeah, I've clicked him. Um, Ninety-two. Oh, 28, 28, still 28. That's actually surprised me because um, I feel like he's been around forever. Yeah, so do I. I swear I was like 10 years old and he was a – well, that makes sense. <laughs> if he used to yeah. – um, Mate, I'll tell you what, Mourinho's really, really loving being set out again. You know, honestly, yeah. like he, he just – you can just tell he's got this smile on his face at all times. He seems happy. You see him eating pizza and loving life, and it's just—it's it, good to see, man. It's good to see. It is good to a, see uh, a happy Mourinho. Of course, you don't want to see him shitty and ripping into everyone. It's just not good. Roma's a team that I'm, I'm going to be looking a lot at. Um, my boys Agnolo's there, and and Tammy Abraham, um, and said he said I'm back for a bit. How are you guys feeling about T Tammy Abraham in Italy? Really think, good. Yeah. Really good. I just want to see him get minutes because that Chelsea this season, as um, I believe CD Steve was a um, a Chelsea supporter as well from what he said the other day. Um, 
Yeah, I just want to see him get minutes, man. To be honest, and he's gonna he's gonna play a lot of games in Italy. He's gonna get some good experience. Like you saw what happened with Lukaku when he left the Prem, went to Italy. He's come back a much much better player. Um, so hopefully, I'm not saying Tammy Abraham's a bad player, but you know, I, I always thought Tammy Abraham had potential, and just to see him get minutes, um, yeah, it'll be good for him. Definitely good for him. He's all over the pitch. He, he's got a lot of freedom. Um, Mourinho's definitely given him a lot of license to to roam um, in Rome. And <laughs> and you've got Zaniolo and that behind him. I think he's got a really good support system. So, yeah, yeah it, it's great to see. Um, we'll move over to La Liga. We'll fly through these ones. Um, Levante won. All with Rayo, um, Atletico Club tuning over Mallorca. Atletico Madrid, I believe, left it late in this game. Um, 99th minute by Thomas Lamar to, to get the win over Espanyol. I didn't see that one. What was it 90? 99th. God, very late. A lot of extra time added to that game. Um, and again, bit. Joe Felix not starting. Mm. Did he come off the bench? He did come off the bench. He did. Um, it would be interesting to see the stats. Fairly even. Yeah. A lot more in terms of passes for Atletico. I don't understand how the passes work. You, you have about 200 more passes, but only 5% more possessions. A bit mm. strange. Um, Valencia is having a, a cracking season so far. 4-1 over Osasuna. Um, Real Sociedad as well is probably my team of this year. Um, I'm really liking a lot of their players, Isak, um, Oyazabal as well, who who had two goals in this game. The boy that I um, I spoke about last week um, didn't start in this game. It looked like he might have been on the bench. I can't even find him. He wasn't even on the bench. He must have been injured. Um, it makes me worry a little bit because I bought him in the so rare team. So I don't know what happened there. Oh, no. um, maybe that's why he got him bit- cheap. Maybe, maybe that's why, but it's okay. It's all right. We're, right. They're you tree growers. They're tree it. growers. It's a long term. It's a long term. <laughs> um, and then Real Madrid 5-2 over Celta Vigo. So we've obviously got Benzema with three goals. Vinicius, who uh, I believe you're going to talk about a little bit later with the goal as yep. well, as Eduardo Camavinga in his first game for... Real Madrid scoring in the second seventy second minute. Yeah, Camavinga goal. Um, it didn't take him long. I think he came on in the sixty fifth minute or something like that, and he scored in the seventy second. You know, it wasn't the most amazing goal in the world, but you'll still take it on debut. Um, look, I don't know how he's going to go this season, how much he's going to play and stuff like that. But if he's scoring goals and playing well, why, why wouldn't you have him in there? Because that, to be honest, that midfield there, Valverde, Modric, Casemiro, he's going to learn a lot from them. He's going to start over them right now. That's a different question, um, but I do like Kamavinga long term, especially in the in the system he's in now with these great players and these great midfielders. Benzema scoring a hat trick again. Um, the boy's machine is so under. I just reckon he's so underrated. Like even going back to um, early 2010s when when he came to Madrid and stuff like that. Like he's just, he's so good. He's just a consistent goal scorer, and I, I just I feel like he does, especially in the hobby. I feel like he doesn't get enough love um, personally. Um, and Vinicius, another goal. I think he's had four and four now. Um, some of his, it looks like people are starting to take notice as well because I saw some um, some cards I had on my watch list today go for quite the price. So I might talk a little bit about that later. Perfect. 
we'll leave that for that section. Um, and then Aiche 1 over Getafe and Real Betis 2-1 over Granada. Moving right along to the Bundesliga, there's probably two games every week that we look at. There's obviously Dortmund's <laughs> games and Bayern Munich's games. Um, and the Dortmund game was quite an interesting one. Two goals by Mr. Haaland himself, especially the winner. Um, there's your boy Patrick Schick got on the score sheet. Um, and my <laughs> sneaky play. play. <laughs> well, I mean, you mentioned it before. That's why he's your boy. Uh, <laughs> And Wurtz. Uh, oh, no, I didn't mention uh, Piatek. Did you go Schick? Piatek, sorry. Uh, I always, Piatek, yeah. always mix them up. Always <laughs> mix them two. up. <laughs> similar sort of um, exit from the league, didn't they? They did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't ceremonious, that's for sure. No. <laughs> um, so, look, I mean, I think Dortmund always are, are leaking goals this season. Um, and they're, they're, they can't seem to, you know, clog the holes at the back. They, they copped it early. It was interesting when um, when Harlan got this goal, the amount of celebration that, that they had. It was it was interesting. Like they were throwing um were throwing beers at, at yeah, the players and Bellingham picked one up and had a had a sit. <laughs> I think there was a bit of questions about where he whether he was old enough, but Americans, <laughs> just so you guys know, you're in Europe and, and even in Australia, you can drink under twenty one. So he, he was okay at eighteen to, to have a sip of beer on the field. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game because um, I was on while we were watching the stream, and Saucy was sort of giving us little updates because he had like th- I think he had like three screens going at his house watch- watching games. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, like you're saying, leaking goals again, Dortmund. Um, the penalty, uh, from what I remember, because I saw the penalty for this, the penalty was very soft. So did they get off the here? Maybe a little bit. Um, but again, it's a le- was it last week as well? They won right at the end, ninety second minute. Was that last week? The week before? I think so. I think it was last yeah. week. Yeah, I was leaving it very late. These aren't con- con- convincing wins by any stretch. So, yeah, not too sure about Dortmund this season. Yeah, and obviously Bellingham's getting linked a lot to Liverpool this. this yeah, I heard that. Yeah, a lot of money as well. He's going to be the top their top target this summer. Really? Yeah. Oh, actually, I might have even been in January. I just heard that he was their top target, which is which is interesting. They're gonna if if it's in January, they're gonna pay big money for him. And look, to be honest, even if they buy him next summer, they're still gonna pay big money either way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to see that Japan, the uh, <laughs> Japan sports cards in the chat, hoping for a top snail card or Bellingham drinking the beer. Absolutely, I would. I would. Uh, I would love I to see that. Of- of Harlan and him, uh, of Harlan celebrating, but I don't know if they were mock-ups or not, or the actual have been released. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Speaking of strikers who uh, don't get the love, Lewandowski on the score sheet again. Um, Leroy Sane, Eric Maxim, and Jamal Musiala gets on the score sheet again. Again. Mate, Incredible, incredible player. Incredible player. Like I, I can't speak highly enough of him, to be honest. It's interesting. We've got two names on the score sheet there. We've got Musala that's sort of on his way up um, as the hobby sort of picks picks him up and, and um, sees what he's about. And then the one going sort of the other way in Sane, where Sane was so big in the hobby for one stage. I remember his cards were so expensive. And now from what I from the last time I checked, they were quite cheap in, in – um, 
in comparison. And a lot of that's to do with, um, with you know, the overall market, obviously, obviously dipping quite a bit from that boom we had last, last year. But um, yeah, in terms of performances... See, Sane starts... Yeah, Sane is starting, Musiala's not. Yeah. Musiala's 18, but Sane's not. Um, is Sane even that much older? Hard. Hard Sane. He's not that much older, I wouldn't have thought. It's old. just... I mean, this, this just... whole age thing—the whole age thing, the hobby—I don't know—it doesn't make sense to me. If like, basically, tw- if you're 23, you're washed. That's that's, basically, that's the way these um prices are going. It's it's legit getting like that. Um, yeah. And 96. So he's what 25. 25. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Look. Let's let's touch on it after after we yeah. go through the Champions League. Let, let's make that a little bit of, of something that we go through because I think it's it's an important topic. Let, let's yeah, go definitely. through it. Um, anything else from the Bundesliga you want to touch on or no. happy to move on to the Champions League? No, we can move on. Cool. All good. So, so we've got games tomorrow morning. I'm going to um, potentially have to sleep in another room to get up at 5 a.m. because uh, the missus doesn't like me waking up and waking up the baby who sleeps in, in our room as well. So uh, I might have to take that just to watch Juventus Malmo, which I, I don't know if it's the best decisions, but... Um, Malmo we've got... away. What a, what a trip that one is. Yeah. Where is Malmo? I I might, that might seem very rude, but where is Malmo? I actually don't know. It's Sweden. It's actually Zlatan Ibrahimovic's first club. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh, that is a bit rude then, I guess. <laughs> it is. It is a bit rude. Make sure some respect. Um, sorry. Sorry. Japan Sports some... Cards is hoping for some Ajax talk. Let's see. Yeah, we're not going to get that far into um, into the leagues, unfortunately. I think we're, we're going to get into the hobby. Um, so we stop at Bundesliga. Um, we could go into uh, league, league. didn't even get run today, did it? <laughs> Did you want it to? I mean, nah, we can nah, bring it right, up. That's all right. That's all right. That's nah, all right. I mean, they're, they're the fifth best league in the world, mate. Like, I don't, I don't know what, why we're speaking sixth, about man. it. Sixth best league best. in the world. <laughs> How far do we go with this show? You know what I mean? We're yeah, 45 minutes in and we're, we're still, you know, haven't even got to the hobby. It's um, a three-hour-long show if we, start, if we start reviewing the sixth, less, uh, sixth best league in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so we'll, let's give some some picks quickly. We don't have to give scores. Um, Ajax in the Champions League. All right, we'll go through that. So Sevilla, Salzburg, uh, Young Boys, Man United, Liverpool, sorry, Lille, Lille and uh, Wolves, Villarreal, Atalanta, uh, Chelsea, Zenit, Malmo, Juventus, Barcelona, Bayern, Dynamo, Kiev, Benfica, Besiktas and Dortmund, Sheriff, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter, Real, Atletico Madrid, Porto. Um, let's stop there for now. Give us your picks, Luigi, so far. All right. Um, Salzburg, Sevilla. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be a draw. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Adeyemi. It's going to be probably a lot of people in the hobby are being, uh, you know, he's, he's been getting quite quite a bump recently in his prices. So um, it'll be a good opportunity for people to see him play. Um, They're all listening to you, mate. They're all listening to the Soccer Card Collective and uh, jumped on on your bandwagon. 
No, to be honest, they, they were going up before before I even realized. So <laughs> I'm just putting out the news. I'm, I'm not giving any giving any tips, but um, I reckon United beat Young Boys. I reckon Wolfsburg get up against Lille. Uh, Atalanta and Virial draw. Chelsea beat Zenit. I'm going to say Malmo and Juventus draw. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. Um, I'm gonna, actually, are the South American players back for this game? Uh, good question. I think they revealed the lineup, not the lineup, the um, the team. So Sorry. I'm wondering if that is in there. No, it's not in there. In I'll have to I'll have to check that out. Yeah, in news. Um, yeah, it might be in news. We'll check that out a little bit later. Yeah. Keep going. Um, Barca Bayern. Bayern's gonna win that one. Benfica, Kiev, I don't know, so it's going to be a draw. Dortmund, Besiktas. I'm going to say Dortmund win this one. Um, Shakhtar beat Sheriff. This is probably the game I'm most, you know, you got Barcelona behind there, with all due respect to this, to that. I reckon Real and Inter is going to be a very good game. Um, I reckon it's going to be a draw, but it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, Atletico beat Porto. Are we going to keep going or do we stop there? Uh, keep going. Why not? I'll keep going. Uh, PSG beat uh, Club Bruges. Milan Liverpool is going to be a big game too. Um, I reckon Liverpool is going to win it though, being at home. Uh, City will beat Leipzig, and Ajax will beat Libsen for um, Japan sports cards. Positive wants every league done, every league in the world that is, even the A League. I'm not reviewing the A League, mate. They, no they got to do the A League. <laughs> they they got to do more to to win my respect. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very much similar to you in in terms of my picks. I, I think yeah. that Inter Real Madrid will be a draw. Um, yeah. I think PSG should obviously clean up Club Bruges, Liverpool, Milan. I'm picking that a draw. Um, draw? I, I I think that that yeah, I think that will be a lot uh, a lot more even game than than what people would usually think. Um, Bayern Barcelona away from home at Anfield. I don't know how Milan will go. I feel like it'll be a good game, but I just I just don't see Milan winning. I don't know personally. I think they'll park the bus, mate. I think that's essentially <laughs> the, the, they'll make it very difficult for Liverpool. Yeah, and I think uh, Liverpool, in my opinion, um, find it very difficult when things don't necessarily go their way. Um, I yeah. feel like they get a little bit frustrated. So that's what I'm banking on. But look, it could go, it could go either way. I don't think um, Milan will win it. Um, what else have we got? Bayern, Barcelona, I think Bayern win. Um, yeah. Barcelona haven't really impressed me all that much. Um, they've obviously got the young kids, so so will remain to be seen over the long term. And Juventus, I just had a look. Dybala is in the squad, okay. um, as well as Danilo Cuadrado and Alexandra as well. So oh, I might change my tone then. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say Juventus win. I'm going to change my tone then. <laughs> That's what I like to see, mate. That's what I like to see. Good stuff. All right, cool. That's a wrap of the Champions League in lead up. We'll see how uh, good we are with our predictions when we get the results next week. Um, now, we're obviously talking about before, and I, and I felt like it, it's worth, and we make the rules here anyway, um, I thought it's worth talking about a little bit more. Um, we're talking about Sane and Musiala and, and their age differences, one being 18, one being 25. Um, before, one being... before, you, before you go, positive reckons Liverpool's going to win 4-0. <laughs> I'm 
I don't know about four nil, mate. <laughs> he must be. He must be a Liverpool supporter. I want him to confirm that in the chat if he can. <laughs> Positive. What are we putting on it, mate? You, you tell me. A Vlahovic rookie. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take Liverpool plus four and a half, and and you take you take the under, or I'll take the under. You take the over. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look. Two age guards. One was was the darling of the hobby at one stage, and, and has dropped off a dropped off a cliff, but still fairly young. Um, what's your thoughts with that, and, and what, what could potentially be the reason for it? To be honest, I'm not. Okay, I know he was injured at parts last season, but I don't know. I, I don't understand why these guys in like the maybe 22 to 24 age gap. Like, there's just such a big difference between the guys that are 18 and 19. I, I guess uh, it sort of seems like, I think we talked about it on during the stream. It seems like if you haven't won a major trophy, like, like Mbappe, for example, if you're not emulating his sort of run, it seems like people don't sort of appreciate what's going on. I don't know. These are very raw thoughts here because I haven't put a whole lot of thought into why. But I don't know. Like you see players like Frankie de Jong. I know Dom is big on him. Um, his cards are so like, cheap in in comparison to say Musala obviously he's playing very well at the moment um even Adiemi for example he's, he's playing still at Salzburg scoring goals um what can he do on the Champions League stage people are paying you know 60 plus US dollars for his, his top sapphire at the moment um I don't know I just I feel like it's interesting it's interesting that the way that um ages are sort of perceived in the soccer hobby um, compared to maybe other more mature markets like basketball and and stuff like that, what do you reckon? Do you reckon? Do you have any thoughts on why? Or look, you mentioned the the basketball market, and I think it might play into it a little bit when we talk about um, players coming into the league in a draft type format um, and coming into the league at. 21-ish, right, sometimes. Um, and they're coming in from a draft. It, it's not a direct replica of what happens in soccer, right? They, they, yeah. they can potentially come in quite early, um, but they can flame out a lot earlier in soccer, I've noticed as well. Or yeah. players may take longer to mature and they can still become great players even though they haven't, you know, won everything like you said at age 22, right? Um, yeah. So I, I feel like it is a lot of the, the people who are used to the draft type system coming in and yeah. them really valuing the RC logo and, and the rookies that are available now, like like you said, Adeyemi, um, Doku is another one who, who yeah, crazy prices, crazy prices and, and not warranted, um, especially if you kind of can project out his ceiling uh, yeah. compared to some 24, 25-year-olds who are probably better than he'll ever be, uh, in my opinion, right? Um, so uh, I think it's got a lot to do with the RC logo, and I think, like you said, the soccer market is very immature in comparison to other markets, and yeah. it remains to be seen if those prices will hold up when they're not the rookies anymore, you know what I mean? Like that, they're not the chase cards out of the sets. We're, yeah. we're two years down, then they are the twenty-one-year-olds. Um, and, and what happens, you know? But 
again, that's not to say that they're going to flame out because they haven't won anything. And it doesn't mean that they're going to be brilliant because they, they haven't either. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. just, it's, it's so difficult. Like people can, players can mature a lot, lot later, you know, and you see that a lot in soccer and, and to write someone off because they're not 18 and, and starting 11 is so unfair. Oh, I agree. Definitely. And I see it the same way as maybe the defenders, you know, your defenders versus attackers. Um, like you said before, Tanali was your example. In the market right now, people who don't score goals and get assists and stuff like that um, aren't maybe as valuable as someone who, say, scores goals, even though Tanali is just as important as what a striker is, maybe sometimes possibly even more important than what uh, what your striker is. Um, so it's just interesting to see how, how it sort of develops and stuff like that. Um I don't know, me personally, I've taken sort of a little bit of a risk on that, buying a few defenders I like, especially the fullbacks, because it's a position I I really like watching, um, uh, especially the way that fullbacks these days are, you know, probably more attacking um, in sort of that wingback position, um, getting up and down the line compared to the past. Um, so that's a sort of something I'm maybe taking a gamble on, I guess, but at the same time, like, I, I like the players because I like watching them play and stuff like that. Players like, you know, Reese James is an example. He plays for my team, but um, I just really enjoy watching him play in, the, in that position as well. And, and you took the words pretty much out of my mouth, right? Like I I bought up big at um, Akraf Hakimi, who Hakimi's is a, yeah. traditionally a right back, right? Um, but going forward at, at Milan, the amount he gets involved in attacks is is incredible his speed and, and ability to influence play he's mm. not scoring every week um but he's involved and he's dangerous every week right even in that right back position but simply because they see the b in the rb as opposed to you know right wing or something like that um he gets he gets maligned for it. and like you say the modern players they they're pretty much playing that type of position. You know, they're, they're, mm. they're playing up top, uh, overlapping all the time. But um, I guess I'm really worried about soccer becoming a sport where we're replicating the NFL, where it's just purely the quarterbacks. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. That's a great point. You know? I've so never thought of it like that. Th- th- that's what I worry about. Like, is it just going to be the strikers? You know, and, and everyone else doesn't doesn't matter. Like to me, when I was watching uh, Darrell Revis, uh, you know, at New York Jets, I used to play cornerback, and and I thought he was my god, right? And um, and even like Chad Ojasinko and like all, all those wide receivers, I, I thought they were brilliant. But they like the Odell Beckham cards. You can still get relatively uh, good price, you know, his rookies. Mm. But he's such a, an electric player on the on the pitch, but we're just gravitating towards quarterbacks. I understand that they're, they're an incredible role, but we're not focusing anywhere else. And and I'm worried that we're seeing that in soccer. Isn't like just talking about NFL here? Isn't the um, maybe to sort of put it into context of say soccer, for example? This is just something like I don't know a lot about NFL to be honest. I'm going to put it out there. That's why I don't really talk about it. Um, uh, isn't the person who's catching the ball is just as important as the person who's throwing it? Well, that's look, the way I'd see it. <laughs> no? Look, at the end of the day, the wide receiver will need to catch the ball and 
cross the line in order for a touchdown yeah. to happen. Okay. Yeah. As good as the wide the the quarterback is, if they put it in the wide receiver's hands and then he doesn't catch it, it's it's no good to anyone. He's not getting the touchdown stat either. You know. Yeah. Um. So the, in that respect, yes. It's more integral, I guess, but. Because if you're if you're throwing to nothing, well then, yeah, I, I get what you mean. He's more he's more integral in that um, he can figure out plays mm. on the fly and adjust movement and 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 do things that can really uh, split an opposition apart. Um, but at the end of the day, should wide receivers be so far apart from the? With the quarterbacks, like you're saying, they need to get the touchdowns too. And they, they're important. So um, bringing it back to soccer, you know, like the strikers aren't going to do anything. They're not going to be able to score if you can't get in the ball, right? Like yeah. you said, Osserman, he's going to be on an island with three players hanging off him all game, yeah, not being able to do anything. If you don't have players around him, like, you know, making movements and, and passing yeah. the ball. Like, it's just... I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's something that people need maybe need to warm up to a bit more. And we've seen it on occasions, though. I've got to say, like, Mason Mount, yeah, he's more of an attacking player, I guess. Um, Grealish, I'm just thinking of some names off the top of my head. Um, Grealish is more of an attacking player. But then we've seen, say, Donnarumma, for example, have that great performance at the Euros, and his cards go up and the market reacts to it. So I sort of see it, sort of see it in, in both lights, I guess. And even some, like, Casillas, uh, like, autos and stuff like that, too. They're actually not as cheap as what you you think. Um, even some Cannavaro autos I've seen too. They, they go, they go okay for for like maybe for what he achieves and stuff. Maybe not, but for his position as a defender, um, I'd say they're not they're not exactly cheap. Positive saying wide receivers and uh, right backs have been going up. If that's the case, then it's good to see. Running back, oh, running back. Sorry, running, oh, running back, back or yeah. right back. Yeah. Oh, running back. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. That, that's great to see. And and that is a more mature market. So maybe the thing is, but you touched on Donnarumma. Like he obviously got player of the tournament. So that was the driver. But, you know, he could make five saves, unbelievable saves in a game, right? Yeah. It's not a stat. You know, it's not something yeah. that people record. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they don't really give a shit. Whereas, you know, Harlan could do nothing all game and, and do a tap-in, and it goes, Harlan, goal, massive. Let's keep yeah, the fire yeah. burning. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's definitely. just it's just one of those things that unfortunately cannot be avoided. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something on that point, and now I've lost it. Um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Could, He could save it's five that... goals and cop one, and yeah. that's it. He's, he's a, he's a loser. He's... Is that is that to the point of people aren't actually watching the games? Like they say, you know, checking the, the scores. Absolutely, man. Like, like when there's so many games and stuff on, it's hard to watch every single game and, and stuff like that. But I guess if you're buying players' cards and stuff, you should probably be doing that. Especially if you're, if you're buying cards to possibly flip to make money. You should definitely be doing that. Look, uh, I mean, Virtual Van Dyke gets a little bit of love in, in the hobby. Um, yeah. But not much more in terms of defenders and uh i think it is still uh, a lot of collectors still not watching games and yeah. I, I think it's 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 a lot of people who are new to the sport and you know yeah you're seeing that uh you're seeing that with 
obviously um so I lost my train of thought. Look, look, yeah, you're, you're just you're just seeing it. You see that the front and center at the end of the day, yeah. and um, it, it's just obviously Americans coming into the hobby. We're seeing that in F1. That was the point I was going to say. Look, definitely. you know, definitely you're definitely seeing that. No one's yeah. watching a, a two-hour race, but everyone seems to be buying. It's just it's an interesting play. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll see. Uh, Defense gets no love in NFL. You PC him. I assume you're talking about Van Dyke. Van Dyke, um, yeah. Uh, so. Mate, he's got he's a, a and he's a Liverpool supporter. As he said, Liverpool before. supporter. There you go. Um, I saw a fantastic on not on card uh, auto in the Inception set. It's just a brilliant image of, of Van Dyke. I, I think that that's a, a really this nice card. Good, actually. We, we had it in our tier list on, on Crunch Time last week. If you haven't checked out our Crunch Time episode last week, we tiered um, the 2021 soccer products into a few different categories. It was actually pretty fun. We, we, we all actually enjoyed doing that. Um, but, yeah, Inception, Inception we, we had – I can't remember where we had it, but we, we had it on there, and we, we all agreed that the cards actually looked pretty cool. Give us a little bit of a snippet from that set. Like, what were the top few few products of uh, for soccer? The long term one, um, I think one of the, I think it might have been the only long term one, uh, to be honest. Like, um, was the top sapphire set because from what say oh, I can speak for myself, I reckon in the maybe the long term, if some of these players like we'll say Musiala, who's in this set as an RC, I think the top sapphire card will be like the flagship card that people will maybe that will want to go, uh, that will people will will look for, um, you know. If they look back at him as a great, um, I feel like that'd be a similar card to say the um, Ronaldo Mega Cracks 03 um, or whatever the messy one is because I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and it'll be like sort of the the rookie card to have. I feel like Top Sapphire is that. Um, and then I think in the next section, which was um, uh, in the, I can't remember what the categories were, but like the next category down was the tops Chrome set because once those Sapphire ones get sort of out of reach for certain collectors, they're going to look for the next best thing, which would be the tops Chrome because it's you know, the same card, it's just a different finish. Um, so that was those two. We had Mosaic. Mosaic Euro um, was a little bit of a, a, it was an odd one. We didn't have it in the like Sell Now or we had Sell Now or Rip, which was the same column. We sort of had it half in Rip and half in hold just because of i've said it before the amount of art look we know what the rc card uh the rc logo does for a card and there's so many cards in that still there's a, a number of players that are um you know good quality players that have an rc in that euro mosaic set um that don't in other products so that's why it was a hold but then it was also a rip because it's at such a good price at the moment you know you can get blasters for the same price on the retail resale market as they are in the re, like in retail stores hobby boxes are under 200 us the h2 products have guaranteed autos in it as well they're they're pretty cheap um so that's why we thought you know it can't get much cheap that's what i reckon like it can't get much cheaper than what it is now um and you know there's some great great players you can you can hit in there did you guys talk about the the Donruss set, the 1819 Donruss set? Nah, we just did this year. Just 2021. Okay. Yeah. EPL Prism was in there too. I think we had that in the rip section. The only cell ones we had, like cell was um Syria and La Liga Mosaic, both of them were in cell. And there was one more as well. I can't think of off the top of my head. And the other one that was um this is an interesting one because to be honest, 
I sort of wrote it off as I didn't really like it because I didn't like the design. But the Tops Museum set was a um a one we had in the hold has potential section because like there's Camavinga RPAs in there, there's Trincao RPAs in there. Um, there's a few players who um have their you know their RPA in that, which I think in you know in, if you look in the long term, if those players play out, they're going to be sort of your, your cards to buy. Um, and and that high that you know that super high end card will be those. Um, so I thought that was an interesting one. And you know, to be honest, on the show, like I changed my mind after the show, like talking to the other boys about it. Um, I actually changed my mind after that. I sort of warmed up to it a little bit more because I'm like, you know, that's a great memorabilia piece there, tops a tops museum. I think the boxes are like, I think from memory they were 300 US maybe around that. Uh, I can't remember what we got them from for, for carnival breaks, but um, yeah. we, we broke them recently. They're, they're brilliant cards in hand. Yeah. They're really, really nice. I, I think someone got Trincao, didn't they? Trincao, yep. Yeah, yeah yep. that's, that's where Trincao. I saw it, and I actually went to go look find one for myself. <laughs> it's a nice-looking card. You should have made yeah, an offer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know. I probably should have. Uh, saucy. Uh, what did you say about Chronicles? Uh, oh, I can't remember, to be honest. Uh, I think we had it in RIP, I believe. I can't remember. off the top of my head, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> Chronicles last season was brilliant. This season, I feel like yeah. they've completely fucked it. Um, there's just so many different parallels and everything. Yeah. There's cards to 500. Like, if you're going to do cards to 500, like, what's the point? I, I just – I really don't understand. Like, the mm. to me – the number is insignificant if you're going to do it to 500. You might as well be a thousand, yeah. right? Like uh, there, there are cards that I see all the bloody time, like all the time. The amount of times I've yeah. seen, oh man, who is it? Uh, Kandreva, right? I've seen him come up that many times. <laughs> it's because there's 300 of his bloody triple patch. You know, yeah. they've, they've, they've absolutely demolished that set. Too many parallels, like just gone nuts. There are. Little nice things in it, like the um, the the tickets are really really good. good. Um, yeah. and and obviously you'd have the opportunity of getting cards that are decent, but man, they're fucking few and far between. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're few and far between. You can still get Maradona. You can still get that, yeah. but pff, I wouldn't do it. But I disagree with um with uh, Senator I'd probably rip that um at that price yeah. at the prices they are now. You yep. have the opportunity to get Ronaldo. You can even get – I think you can even get Maradona autos and stuff like that in there. Yeah, um, Maradona autos. I don't, think I don't think Ronaldo's in Syria. I think he's in – He's um, not. I think he's in La Liga as a – oh, no, I think he might be in both. No, you might be right. I thought, I thought no, he was. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, because I know he's in La Liga as a Real Madrid auto. That, that one looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I – at, at these prices, I, I might rip, so I'll, I'll disagree with you guys, but anyway, that's okay. Fair enough, um, fair enough. <laughs> you know what I think about Mosaic? It was a, it was a majority rules. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a big fan. You're a big fan. And they, they are really nice. I, I just feel like they, they make a lot of them. Um, they might overpopulate. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, see. Um, What was your player? It was obviously Vinicius. What's his card to, to check out? Yeah, mine was Vinicius. Um, just on a bit of a stats thing, he's had four goals, four games this season. Um, we know what he what happened to his cars last season when he was in the when he was in the Champions League. He had a hat trick against Liverpool. Um, his cars went from about thirty US dollars for an Optic PSA nine over a hundred. Um, so yeah, he's playing in Madrid. 
big big team, big name. Uh, he's still young as well. How old is he? I've forgotten. But I feel like he's been there for a while. But yeah, you're right. He's he's, he's, he's been quite there for a while, young. but he's he's 21. He's 21 still. Well, um, that's crazy. So yeah, to to get a good amount of experience, uh, if you want to go complete, uh, go optic, and then go completed because I can't remember what they've finished for. It was, there was a BGS 9 out of 99 that I was watching, and then it went over the 100 US dollar mark, and I was like, nah, can't be bothered today. <laughs> so you got I'm not Don feeling Lewis. it. Nah, I'm like, nah, not that much. I'm sorry, Vinicius. That is very nice. Yeah. What did that go for? Fucking the hell. Black Velocity, they're very nice cards from that set. Um, I wanted to get the Insignia and Murdens ones, but I, two of them, there's, there's uh, one of each graded at PSA. Um, I don't know who has them. Um, Maybe one day I'll be able to pick it up. Like you got an eight there for sixteen ninety five, two twenty eight for an out of one forty nine. Hollows eighty five. That is a great pickup. Sixteen dollars for a PSA nine optic. PSA eight. PSA oh PSA eight okay. Eight uh, yeah. Still sixteen uh, bucks, mate. Like how much does it cost yeah. the grade these days? It's like over hundred, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, look at the look at the optic optic hollow there. 790 Australian. Yeah. Um, optic base. Um, PSA 10. Yeah, 790. I don't know. I'm not paying $800 for a Vinicius personally. But hey, if that's what you're into. Um, buy it now. Ball. There's that BGS 9 there. I wonder what the one today went for. Because if that one there's selling for 740, oh, 746 best offer. Best offer. I'll have to look at the 130 point. Yeah. That's what I would. But yeah, that was my, my I wouldn't buy him right now because you know he's in good form. Um, especially if you like him for a bit of a long time, even for a flip, maybe for later in the Champions League. I wouldn't be buying him now. Just just hold on a little bit. Um, see how Madrid plays out and see how he plays out, because he might just be in a good run of form. But he's a player that I think's doing doing well at the moment and deserved a bit of recognition in our uh player spotlight or whatever whatever we're gonna call this. Yeah, we still need to come up with a name, don't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Um, my player is a player that I spoke about in our um, in the live uh, not that long ago. Um, I came in the back end of the um, of the Manchester United game. Florian Wirtz. Uh, the reason why I started looking at him is his game against Dortmund, where he scored an absolute belter toe poke. He's 18 years old. Um, the toe poke was outside, absolutely almost ripped off the net. Um, incredible. And I think I saw Fabrizio Romano said, Florian Wirtz, watch this player. And um, I started watching him, started having a, a, a little bit of a look of his uh, his highlights and the like, and, and I was blown away um, about this guy's potential. So when, um, when Fabrizio, Fabrizio speaks, I listen, right? So I started checking him out. Unfortunately, um, his rookie cards are these ones that we're looking at right now um, because he's a rookie. He's starting a lot of games, and the issue is he doesn't have any RC logos on any of these. Um, This is probably the one I would would probably look at. Uh, I was looking at a refractor recently. Um, That's the Sapphire Bundesliga, which is going for 100 bucks. Don't know if I'd pay that, um, yeah. but Sapphire does demand a premium. You're getting a lot of SGC slabs for him. 
I was going to say that was that was going to be my next question. Would you buy him right now? Like, do you think now's the time to buy him, or do you think maybe in a few months' time, or what do you reckon? I think it's a risk. Um, I think it's a risk to wait because um, I don't know if he's as known as what he could potentially be. It, it's a little bit different to Vinicius, whereas Vinicius. Yeah. I feel like everybody kind of knows him. He's playing at Real Madrid, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's you. already he's already hit that point. He's already at Real Madrid, right? Yeah. And you kind of wait for the dips and flows and things like that. Whereas this could get away from you really quickly. So yeah, um, yeah, I get you. I just that's just one of the things I, I might uh, put as a caveat on it. Um, but definitely check him out. I think I think he's brilliant. Like I said, eighteen years old, which as we were speaking about before, the hobby loves um, they love their eighteen year olds <laughs> and uh, a, a brilliant player. I think as well. Um, so I'm, I'm keen to look at him. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe pick up a few of his refractors, but only for the right price, as you said. And I think yeah. they will come up if you're watching it close enough. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was just looking then, just because we know. I, I don't know if maybe Europa League's going to be. I reckon Europa League. This is my sort of hot take. I reckon Europa League um, performances are going to get maybe a little bit more attention from the hobby this year. I don't know why. It's just a feeling that I've got. Um, and I just had a look then, and Leverkusen is in the Champions League, uh, in the um, Europa League as well, because like we know yeah. the attention that yeah we know that the the attention that the Champions League sort of gets. Um, so I, I don't know. I just got a feeling oh, it's not based on anything really. I just, um, I reckon that uh, Europa League might be a spot where people go to look for, you know, maybe the next, the next big guy to break out. And um, yeah, these performances in Europa League might get a bit more recognized than what they have in the past. It's definitely, I, I, I like, I like that league. And, you know, if you think about it, logically um they're the mid-tier teams where the top teams kind of buy from right yeah, so um it, it's kind of like showcase casing their talent against the yeah. you know other really good good teams in the world so um it, that, that could be a sneaky play have a look at the europa league um suss it out yeah and i don't mean like the you know the teams that play in the middle of nowhere you can watch those if you want up to you if you want to do that but your teams like your, your napoli's and your leverkusen no, for man. example no, yeah. <laughs> like your teams, yeah, like you like your Napoli and your and your Leverkusen and those team those teams that maybe just missed out on Champions League qualification and like their players are up to scratch and could have you know if some some other results went their way they definitely could have been playing Champions League. Uh, maybe look yeah. at some of the players on their team and who's contributing to those performances. I like it. I like that play. Very good. Um, what I wanted to end the show on was what I've been looking at at the moment, which is so rare. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, Porto is back and the Liga has arrived. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's, that's the main reason why I've been giving it some renewed interest. So Vincent is obviously, well, Cardauer is he's obviously a very big advocate for. He's the guy um, for so rare. He's the guy from So Rare, absolutely. He's now, the guy for So Rare. I'm going to him if I have any questions. And you, Dan, of course. Oh man, if if you want if you want to have answers to questions that uh, live in the you know cheap and reasonably reasonably priced, come to me. If uh, 
you want to blow yourself out of the water, then um, then speak if to you're Vincent. A ball, if you're a baller and um, if you're a baller, go see Vincent. That's basically what I what I got out of that. <laughs> pretty much, mate. Pretty much. I'm I'm here in bread and water, and he's there eating caviar. That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> but you know, there's recently been a, an opportunity I found um, with La Liga, where you're seeing in front of you right now. Um, just got released on so rare for the first time. A lot of marketing has come into it, and um, what has been starting to be released are these limited cards, right? So limited cards just got released. So just as a little bit of a background of um, of how it works is you have, I believe, um, ultimate cards, I think it is, and then you have ultra rare, rare, I'm butchering the, the names at the moment, but um, basically you're looking at one of ones, one of tens, and one of a hundreds when you look at those ones, right? And they have, allow you to get into the more premium type tournaments. And unfortunately, because of the rise and so rare and the like and, and people drawing attention to these, they've pretty much become very, very expensive. Like you see here uh, on the left-hand side, Unzmon, who plays for, uh, who's that team? Is that Leipzig, right? Um, Zenit, sorry. I, I don't really know him all that well, right? He's 16 of 100. Is going for 0.362 ETH, which is 1,000 euros. Okay. Now, which is how many Australian? Almost 2,000? Almost 2,000, yeah. About 1. <laughs> 1.6. 1,600, right? Um, so, you know, for me as a, as a collector, as somebody who understands the sport, um, it, it, even though I do understand that there is utility in these players that aren't necessarily playing in, in the top leagues. Um, I can't justify paying $1,600 for an Asmoon. And this is on bids. It's still got a day and 18 minutes to go, right? So um, still a lot to run on that potentially. So you can see how these prices are, are going out of control. Now, there has been a new release, which is these limited cards, which is the, the yellow. Um, they are of 1000 okay? Now... With La Liga entering, those are being minted. And the way that they're being minted is it goes on bids, right, straight off the bat, um, and you're pretty much buying them off so rare, and then and that's how they're being minted. So they're going on bids, yeah. and you have the opportunity to get in at, like, last minute. So what I've been doing is I've going, I go market, new card auctions, I go cards, and then I uh, make sure it's set to, to ending soon, Okay. And I'm trying to look at, look, this Graven Burke, two seconds left, just, just went for 2,232 euros, right? Wow. But if you have a look at these yellow ones, they're going for a lot less, like 22 euros, 11 euros, 130. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily look at the lower tier players for this. I'd look at some of the higher tier. Yeah. Um, and Is it just for La Liga right now you're talking or are you talking all... all I'm specifically talking um, La Liga right now because yep. they're not minting new um, new cards in the other leagues yet, right? Okay. It, it's purely because basically we're talking about 1,000 of that particular player progressively going on the market 
going on bids, okay? And yeah. when you, you put that bit of supply straight off the bat, you have the opportunity, like there's going to be a thousand bit, thousand auctions of a particular player. You have the opportunity to pick up players at very, very cheap prices, particularly when you get in like Australian time zone and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you, you have a lot of opportunity. Now, um, when they go into the secondary market, it, it's a different story, right? But you have the opportunity to get in right now. And then that, that's what I feel. So um, if we change this league to uh, La Liga, if I can, I can't find it for some reason. I'm going to have to play around with a bit. When you get a break, um, I've got some stats on that uh, Usman guy. Yeah, go tell me. They're going to justify the prices. So this, <laughs> really? season, this season he scored in the Russian Premier League. He scored five goals in seven games last yeah. last season. Nineteen goals in twenty four games. Uh, nineteen twenty seventeen goals in twenty eight and eighteen nineteen nine goals in twelve games. How old is he? Twenty six, I believe. Twenty, yeah, twenty six. He's born on the 1st of January. Yeah, and, and that's the thing with So Rare, right? Um, you and I'll, I'll bring up my team, might as well. Yeah. Um, you Find have someone in those, like, those really niche leagues, I reckon there might be because they, they score the same amount of points as what they like a Premier League striker would score, yeah? Spot on. Yeah, spot on. So if you find like a really niche league, that might be the play in this. Yeah, but I mean, even the niche leagues are going for two, like thousand dollars, two thousand Australian dollars. Like you know, people. Where would you watch? Where would you watch the Russian Premier League? I don't even know. Oh, for us anyway. Oh, I'm sure there's one website you can. I'm sure there's one website you can find it on. Our, our trusty <laughs> one. If you want to know, send us a DM um, because we can't really reveal it to you right now. Um, but I mean, space it out in the chat if you want. But it's going to take too long. <laughs> Yeah, so go maybe, on, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, no, man. It's, uh, it, it's, it's the prime show. It has to get some airtime every time we have a chat. Um, <laughs> now, um, maybe it's not so much La Liga, right? Maybe it's just the yellow cards, okay? And oh, I, I just feel like there's so much opportunity. Like I've picked up Rodri for 11 uh, euro. That seems cheap. Sis, sis for 6 euro. Uh, Balenteo, who I spoke about last um, last yeah. week, uh, 100 euro, which I felt was reasonable for a player of his stature. Um, Matt Ryan had to get some Aussie love in there, and the keepers in so rare are very very difficult to get your hands on at yeah. good prices because they're, they're, there's there's limited amounts of it. And I just think that Matt Ryan's coming back from injury, he could get a starting gig at uh, Sociedad. So yeah. I felt like that that was a great buy. Suso, a ball for 19, Paulista, 54, and I've got another keeper for 120. So, look, the, even these prices are expensive, right, if you, if you think about cards. but I was just um, thinking this is a good budget team here, to be honest. Thanks, man. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I, mean I, reckon, I reckon it sounds pretty good. Because uh, some of the prices I've seen on, on Surrey are ridiculous. So, uh, like, this team at these prices, I reckon it's actually quite quite affordable and quite good. So, if you want to have a bit of a play, um, these – yellow cards give you the ability to enter tournaments where you can still win ETH, right? Um, not the type of Ethereum that you can win if you had the other ones, but you still get, um, you know, if you're not in the top however many to win uh, Ethereum, you can still win other cards where you can then sell and then trade up and things like that. So 
I feel like this is a real opportunity for people who want to get into so rare uh, and enjoy fantasy and enjoy getting into um, NFTs with utility behind them, right? I think that's the most important thing. So yeah, I feel like if you're doing your research, um, you're getting on the bids, most importantly, the bids are where you can potentially snipe and, and, and get some, some good opportunities. Um, and La Liga, there's a lot going on to the market at the moment. I feel it's a sneaky play to get into. And, and I'm really, I'm really like, I haven't been able to create a team. It's, it's been so long, right? Um, that I've been on so rare. And um, it all started with this guy here, Pietro Pellegrini, who um, is a player that I've been following for a long time. He said uh, he went to France, hasn't been playing that well um, because of injuries and, and the like, and, and recently got signed by Milan. I got his number two of 1,000, the second the second they got yeah. muted of his. Um, so I could have got the, the first one. Well. Yeah, it's like 90, 90 euro. Yeah, 90, 90 euro. euro. I feel like it's a reasonable price, you know. Like the way I see this is um, I want to invest in ETH, Ethereum, right? But to me, just having it in Ethereum is boring as batshit, right? And this has the ability to, like, I'm buying with Ethereum. I don't have the gas prices that um, some of the NFTs have. I can actually buy it with my credit card. So I'm literally like, if I win the bid, I'm paid with my credit card, and um, and then I can convert it into Ethereum later. So I'm like investing by proxy into Ethereum with these cards and investing in the player as well, which is like is a really really good mix. Um, yeah. And now that these limited cards have come on, I can actually create a team now, um, which is fantastic. And and I've just been I've been buying up a little bit. I've been I've been looking at it. Yeah, it sounds good. I, it's something I, you know, to be honest, the whole fantasy side of football, I don't love it. Um, I like it for cards and stuff like that, I guess, because, you know, performances, raise prices and stuff like that. But to be honest, fantasy, I don't I don't love. Like, I pick a team at the start of the year and I never change it. Um, yeah. But I do, I do like your um, uh, your investing sort of, you know, saying investing in ETH there because um, it's, it's a strategic way to look at it too. It's a strategic way to earn ETH without just buying it when the market's down. Um, and yeah, you can have a bit of fun with it with your football as well. Um, we just had a who was it? Positive said, How much is a top player? Give us a player positive. Who do you want us to look up? You yeah, choose. look, I mean, top players, if you want to pick them in Barpers, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going no. to be pretty. Okay. So here's the first one that comes up Is the um, what's the market looking like at the moment? Like sort of overall, do you, do you know? It's hot. <laughs> now, it's hot because um, there are games on, right? So you yeah. got to remember that you 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 get utility, you get um, benefit from yeah. games being played, right? Yeah. Now, um, when game, when there's off-season, they don't really do much, these cards, right? So you traditionally would see a, a big drop. Yeah. And and if you had bought these at the start of this season or, or just, you know, maybe in March um, towards the tail end of last season, it, it would be a lot cheaper for you, okay? Yeah. And, and I think I think as well, um, if you buy a card from this season, you get a certain percentage, but then you lose that percentage the next year if it's like if it's not a card from that season. So people want to sell their cards towards the end. Yeah. 
gives you good buying opportunities as well, right? Um, but if you have a look at Zimbabwe, 10 of 10, you know, trying to go for 142,000 uh, euros. We've also got 7 of 10 for 220,000 euro. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. So, you know, 20 of 10 goes for 42K. Um, and you see that he's only got the reds. Um, yeah. But you have a look here and, like, for instance, seven months ago, 4,800 euro for this of 100, right? Um, but obviously since then, they have increased dramatically. You know what I mean? So how did that guy that got it for 4,000? So is the way that cards go onto the market for so rare exactly the same as what they're doing with the Liga right now? Like, you don't pull them in packs or whatever. It's just they originally originally, originally it was, okay. it'll go on bids and then it goes secondary market. Okay. So there's no like packs or anything for this. You can buy bundles. I remember we looked at it last time, but there's no like packs. What are those layouts no going for? Just out of curiosity. So just just um before I I move on, like some people yeah. sell them on eBay and shit like that. And um, oh, they, they, really transfer, they transfer it to people. And also you can win cards by um, by doing things in tournaments and stuff like that, right? Oh, right, okay. So, yeah. so you, you can also get, get cards like that. So yeah. there's a certain amount that's allocated to, to that as well, um, yeah. which obviously incentivizes you when it comes to uh, playing in tournaments and, and the like. So, um, the, you know, at the end of the day, we've seen a big drop in NFTs. Haven't seen yeah. that drop here, and I think it's it ultimately comes down to utility, your ability yeah. to generate income and and um, you know other cards as well. And I think you'll find Liao will be pricey as well, to be honest with you. Yeah, especially with those. I remember last time we looked at it today. He's he went he wasn't too bad, but I reckon because he's played well, these are going to be up. Okay, so. Um... Probably around the 700 mark. What's a unique one? What does that do? So you see here, unique is uh, like ultra, ultra rare. I don't know how many okay. there are. There was like one or two, right? Okay. Um, but the main the main differences between unique, uh, ultra rare and rare is um, the percentage that you get on their performances. So um, if you have a look at the unique, it's a 46% uplift on, um, you know, on, on their performances points for that round. Obviously, 25% for this one and 7% for this one here. So um, yeah. that, that, that's probably the, the main thing that you'd be looking at. Uh, but look, to be honest, 700 euro for a um, and of 100, in all honesty, is actually cheap in so rare. Right, that's actually really? a really good price. So, um, I looked at it. I was like, "Cool, that's actually a good buy." But yeah. at the end of the day, you're paying over a thousand Australian dollars for that. It's yeah. hard to stomach. It's very hard to stomach. Yeah, definitely. What are his? Does he have just like gold ones out of a thousand or not? And that's a thing, right? And that's why I was mentioning La Liga before, because yeah. at this stage, they do not have limited cards for. Uh, like CDR and League Un and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's why you may um, premium. You may be looking at La Liga. Not to say that yeah. they won't release ones for the other leagues, yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
Um, th that's why there's the opportunity in La Liga. That's why I've been buying up there. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a it's, it's a sneaky one. It's a sneaky one. Positive said this has taken fantasy football to a whole new level. You're not wrong. I wish that I got on this a long time ago, and I, I think Saucy yeah. could have got onto it um, before anyone uh, that I know. Um, one of those things, mate. One of those things. At the end of the day, it's it's so uh, it's so cool in that we're obviously card collectors and we're investing in players a lot of the time. Here, you are doing that, and you're also generating income. You have the ability to buy and sell these quite easily without having to package up and wait for it to get to your house and and do all that stuff. You put it on the marketplace and sell it off instantly and get the money in your account. Um, so it, it, it's something that, that I'm, I'm really, really looking at. Um, I picked up a lot of those those cards and uh, I've already got offers for it. Like somebody has tracked me down and, and just given me an offer. I haven't even got it on the market. Um, so like the Rodri card, the Rodri card, like he's already given me, wants to give me three times what I bought it for. Um, oh, wow. I only bought it for 10, like 15 euros. So yeah, yeah. it's not like it's a huge uplift, but um, Still, it's just phenomenal how it all works. Like, Yeah, I mean, look, because you can see here, I can track down cards that um, are not necessarily on the market, right? Yeah. But I can just go to this guy. And, and so this guy here, he won it. He won this as a game reward, right? Okay. Phantoms won as a game reward. I can literally go into that one and That's make him an offer. Yeah. Well, I can, I can also make him an offer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I can trade thing. cards, you know? Yeah. That's the thing about the blockchain. Like, everything's everything's visible. Spot on. Look, you, you got the card. Yeah. See the card on the blockchain. Um, hey, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of good things about So Rare that um, yeah. I didn't potentially see before. And fantasy, fantasy football is so huge in America. Um, and, and there have been some NFT projects for uh, NFL and NBA start to come out in, in the fantasy space. Um, is it one for NBA, was there? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, but it's very primitive. Um, okay. and, and I think it doesn't even have a license to their... To their oh, right, okay. Maybe you know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a bit like uh, Pro Evolution, you know, that they don't oh, have okay. the rights to everything. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sneaky look. Yeah. So that's uh that's what I'm looking at in the hobby. What are you looking at? Anything in particular? Are you buying up anything? What's your thoughts for the end? Of Not really right now, to be honest. I'm sort of just because it's you know it's a pretty hot time for the soccer card market, and you can see on Soraya as well. It's a similar sort of thing. Start of the season, you're starting to see performances go well, not so well. Um, I'm sort of just observing at the moment and seeing seeing sort of what's going on. Uh, but you know, some more Euro Mosaic as, as I usually do. Um, just some boxes this time, just because I saw them for a good price. And actually, I think I talked about it last week. Saw them for yep. a good price on StockX, put a bit in. So I was like, yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, in terms of buying singles, not really. I was looking at those Vinicius cards, but they ended up being a bit too much for what I want to pay right now. Um, maybe when I move some stuff that I've got from SMC back, I'll, I might look to buy some more stuff, but we'll see. Good stuff. All right. That was a great episode of Soccer Card Collective. We'll catch you next week. Uh, enjoy the football for this round in the Champions League. And 
I don't really have anything to sign off. I've got to get, I've got to get something off, uh, off Donna. <laughs> People love living, loving uh, soccer or something like that. We'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> All right. All right, lads. Have a good one. Speak right. to you soon. Catch you later. See you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soccer Card Collective on the Double Coverage Media Network. If you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we go live. Also, feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Peace.